<clears throat> Good morning. Um, wanted to share with you guys. Um, hope everybody's doing great today. Welcome to one of our first live episodes of Carry On. I've actually been dripping out podcast content on Spotify for quite some time now, uh, but I have not been um, able to or diligent enough to um, establish and stick to my schedule to go live. And I really like to do that when um, I'm able to have my quiet time and pray and the Lord gives me a word, um, which kind of started yesterday. I um, just have a lot on my heart and I want to share it with you today. I think it will encourage you super fast. Um, this will not take a long time. Uh, but this morning I was coming into the office. I didn't even leave here till 10 o'clock last night. I'm um, experiencing exponential growth um, as a kingdom female entrepreneur, woohoo, um, impacting the lives of many through commerce, um, business, and it's very exciting. Um, I give all the glory to the Lord, and I'm so thankful, and I want to thank Clay Clark and the Thrive Time Show. Just got back from Tulsa, a two-day business conference, drove 13 hours there, 13 hours back, and gas was cheaper everywhere except here. So it's kind of funny, but um, came back absolutely on fire for the Lord. Um, it was a great time of rest for me to just kind of um, do a deep dive with the will of God. What is his His will? Um, there's a scripture in Proverbs that says, I delight to do thy will, O God. And that is my heart. And um, when we are diligent doers, sometimes we start to get so caught up in the motions of the productivity that we can start to experience feeling somewhat disconnected from um, the Lord being Lord of our life. And so, um, but that's not what I want to talk about today. So actually what I wanted to share with you, I'm going to hopefully um, pass some joy through um, the screen today. Um, but if you want to turn with me to Habakkuk chapter three, um, I was reading about the Samaritan woman this morning. This is just kind of where I prayed and opened my Bible. I don't normally do that. I'm usually pretty intentional. I'm going through the Old Testament right now. I think I've made it to Deuteronomy. And, um, but I really, this past couple of weeks have just been really hungry for just surrendering for the Lord to just really speak to me. And today, or actually yesterday, I saw a scripture posted by John Patterson, who's one of the, um, one of the newest pastors at New Spring. Um, he leads the groups in discipleship ministry, but he had posted a verse from 2 Timothy about um, what our conduct should look like as we live a lifestyle in the image of Christ. And it was incredibly convicting. I mean, there were um, pieces in that verse that if you take them out and look at them individually and you use that as a filter for your own character, it absolutely magnifies how poor our conduct is right now as believers. Um, we are not exhibiting love. Um, we're operating in a lot of emotion and anger. Um, and I understand that boldness and firmness um, in the right context with the kindness from the Holy Spirit, who is our helper and comforter, um, boldness and firmness, yes, are um, acceptable in some uh, times and places. However, um, the things that are happening on social media, um, the things that we're, the conversation that we're seeing people participate in, um, and, and even in the hidden places, the conversations 
um, the, the things that we are participating in, um, I don't believe are pleasing to the Lord. And so um, I just wanted to share what has burdened me um, and see if it lifts you up. Um, because the Lord just really wanted to remind me this morning um, that that's when we just take it to the throne. He is our source. And if he is Lord of our life, he's Lord of our words. He's Lord of what we hear, what we listen to. He's Lord of what we put in our body. He's Lord of how we treat our body. He's Lord of how we love on others. He's Lord of what we speak to others and how we speak. And I know every day when my head hits the pillow, I want to know that it is well with my soul. Um, I want to make sure I'm looking at the speck in my own eye every day. And so let me share just with you really quickly. Um, Habakkuk's prayer um, is pretty relevant for this time. Um, but this is what the Lord dropped on me at the end of chapter three. It's so incredible. If you think about the story of the Samaritan woman at the well and culturally, these people were not Jesus and her were not even supposed to be able to talk be talking. Um, he was a Jew. She was a Samaritan. Um, and that was just not supposed to happen. Um, it really reminds me of how polarizing the cultures are that we're living in, not just in America, but globally. Um, we've got people um, that are divided by issues. We've got people divided by politics and government. We've got people divided by denomination and church. We've got people divided by how we raise our children, homeschool versus public school, you know, all of these things. And so you've got people on all these sides that are avoiding each other or they're fighting each other. And then we go to the, the well with the Samaritan woman and we see Jesus just sit down with her, um, which was really against the law. And here he is having this piercing exchange with her at the well and how powerful it was. It was life changing for her because in that moment when he loved her, she experienced a permanent um, exchange of love that changed her forever. And I want to say to all of you that the joy that he fills us with is far more powerful than anything this earth can provide, whether it's through the government, a solution, a business, a church environment, whatever those earthly things are, they will not bring you joy. And this is why we see the anger rise up across the globe and in our country right now. Um, and people are so sensitive because they're not, they're not resting, receiving um, in the in the fullness of what that exchange with Jesus can do. And I know because I'm living proof and I have navigated through this. That doesn't mean my I haven't operated uh, in my humanity a lot because I certainly have. But I can tell you guys, I get up in the morning and I lay my head down at night with gratitude, thankful, full of joy, excited for the next day. And somebody at our business conference last week said, we, well, we had the opportunity to ask whatever we wanted to. And they basically said, how do you manage your business? And how do you focus on growing your business when everything is just so gloom and doom? Everything is so dreary. So what's the point of it all? And when, when you are in Christ, you are rooted in joy. And joy should be overflowing. Your cup runs over. Your worship comes from delight in what he, um, how he loves us. And it humbles me to think that he loves us all the same. I mean, we see some really ugly things in our world today, but he loves people all the same. No matter what you've done, you can't earn it. You can't forfeit it. He loves us all the same. 
And it is an incredible exchange when you receive that love he has for you and let the shame fall off of you and let the perfectionism fall off of you and just receive it and walk in it and believe it. And so I wanted to share this with you and leave you with the word that I will be joyful. I will be joyful. Let's decree that today. We will be joyful. We will be joyful. We will be joyful. Give that joy away. You can bless people with that joy. You can speak it over them. We need to be joyful. Um, And so if you got to find your joy, then you need to have some intimate time in the word um, and with Jesus. Um, Get some accountability in your life that's going to lift you up. I do not spend time around negative people. I spend time with people that are going to lift my spirit up and help me keep my mindset focused on eternal things. And, and what I can control, which is my character and integrity and my position before the Lord, my being a mom, being a wife um, and a business owner, as God allows me to do that. I'm super thankful for that favor. So if we go to verse 17, you'll see how relevant this is right now, right? We've got um, all this gloom and doom about we're going to have a food shortage. If you go to the store, I went to Walmart last week and saw that the baby formula is virtually almost gone. Um, I was so committed to breastfeeding my children. Um, And I think that that is an awesome work of God. Uh, But I am praying for the people that have developed a dependency on baby formula. And I'm praying God gives us wisdom uh, for how to meet these needs. I'm hearing that we're going to have a shortage on aluminum, which would be canned products, whatever. Um, I'm believing for and inspired to gardening, greenhouses. Um, the Lord gives incredible wisdom. We ask for it, you guys. And we, there are solutions for these shortages. The government is not our solution. Um, now, gas prices don't know how to help you on that. Just ask the Lord for favor and provision to combat that. That's what I've been doing. And so anyway, he tells us in verse 17 in Habakkuk, this is the story. Though the fig tree does not bud. So that is definitely if we're headed into these perilous times, they're forecasting the fig tree will not be budding. Though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God, my Savior. We can always rejoice. No one can take that from you. I love that. They can take our freedoms, our liberties. They cannot take our joy. And this is why Jesus said such a powerful thing to Mary when she was at his feet. Mary and Martha's story changed my life. Martha was busy impressing the townspeople, doing all the stuff in the kitchen, you know, whatever. And and Mary just sat at the feet of Jesus. And that exchange is, is the only exchange that provides permanent joy. It's the only source of joy that allows us to delight um, in the fact that he loves us. And so I just want to encourage you to dive into that, have a moment um, and start to establish um, a lifestyle and habits in your life that are feeding um, the desires that will breed an appetite to have time, intimate time with Jesus. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God, my Savior, the sovereign Lord. Y'all, God is sovereign. He is over the cosmos and the atmosphere. No matter what Elon Musk says and how many satellites he sends in, God is the God of the universe. He is sovereign. He is my Lord and Savior. 
you walking in faithfulness to that, not having a crisis. If you just have one ounce of unbelief, you're an unbeliever. You've got to fully walk in the belief that God is sovereign and he's fully in control. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. And I love this so much. I will be joyful in God, my Savior. So get in the word today. Have some time in the word, in prayer, um, and encourage someone else. One of the best ways to get out of a funk is to bless somebody else. Pay for their gas. Um, do something kind for someone else that will break that spirit of anxiety and oppression off of you in a heartbeat. Um, and in, in, engage with people when you see them out and around wherever you are um, and talk to them. See where they're at. Try to take the focus off of yourself um, and see how you can um, disciple someone else. The joy of the Lord. Um, I will be joyful in God, my Savior. The joy of the Lord is my strength. He enables me to tread on the heights. That's how we stay in the high place, guys, um, is our joy in the Lord, which is eternal and cannot be taken from us. Have an awesome day. If this word encouraged you, share it with somebody. Um, send me a message. If you need prayer, I'd be happy to pray for you. You can send me a text at 864-933-6733. Have a blessed day.